I remember him telling me this is a movie that started a long time ago. And you are not the main person in this movie. <laughs> You're main person in your movie, but you have just entered into the middle of this. You did not in create. Matt's yeah, in Matt's movie, you did not create this storyline. You did not. You're not the one that's influencing his kids to the point that you're ruining them. This is not you. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be open, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Matt's going to start off by reading a review for us. Let's go. All right. First review that pops up from Mr. Just say his first name. Colby. (laughs) He gives us a five-star rating. Sweet. He says, hi. Hi, Colby. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty neat show. All right. Next review. (laughs) Is that it? That's it. (laughs) Enough said. Yeah. Next one is... uh, I know him. I appreciate that. He, Steve. I run because I love how it makes me feel. Speaking of running, Steve just got back from running. Eight miles. I did. And I wasn't even feeling it. How to make you feel. (laughs) So the title of this one is My Go-To for Tuning Out on a Run. Oh, he listened to us while while he runs. Yeah. Uh. I run because I love how it makes me feel, but I love running even more when there is a new episode for me to get lost in. Thanks for being brave and bold to help the world see more sides and help others. Thank you for the review. Thank you. If you haven't left us a review yet, go leave us a review. It helps us a ton. I could also, only listen. What? I could only run while I was listening to our podcast if we like <laughs> layered in some electronic music in the background at 180 beats per minute. Then I could with me going. <laughs> <laughs> if you did it at 80 beats per minute or 180 beats per minute, then yes. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast and you're listening right now, take a screenshot and share it on social media. We'd really appreciate that. Yeah. Tag us, husband-in-law, on Facebook and Instagram. We appreciate it. Anybody have anything to say? Nope. <laughs> nope. All right. Oh, and actually, by the time this episode drops, we are hoping to have some merch for you guys, some husband-in-law swag. So Whoa. stay tuned. If you want to find that, it's going to be, well, you can find the link in the show notes or you can go find us on social media and check that out. We are hoping to have it in time for Pride. Since it's Pride Month this month, June, we want to be able to represent. Steve, can you update us on Pride? What's going on with Pride with this whole coronavirus and protests that are going on? Yes, because we should specify where we are right now. Today is like day what five six it's june 2nd okay it's june 2nd so we're (laughs) mid like so idaho at least has started has mostly reopened we're in phase three of opening after covid and the protests all started this week yeah with george floyd's death 
Yeah. Like seven days ago. Yep. So it's kind of a crazy, crazy world right now. It has I'm been... going to a vigil tonight after this. Yeah. Candlelight vigil. Where is that at? The Capitol. Who are you going with? Some friends? Uh, yeah. I just, I know a bunch of people that are going. This is the first time in a long time I've seen Steve wear something other than white. Yeah, I walk in and she's like, you're in black? And then I realized Not as sure. soon as I said visual. that, he's showing his support. That said, this is just like a normal shirt of mine that I wear it now is. and again. Yeah, <laughs> now and again. But usually you're in a white V-neck. White V-neck tee. <laughs> yeah. I own like 30 of them. <laughs> well, cool. I'm excited to hear how it is. I want to know what you think and how it goes. And Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm. It sounds like it's going to be a really quite a big turnout. Pretty much everyone that I've asked, how are you going tonight? Their, their answer was already yes. Well, thanks for representing us. It's going to be interesting with COVID stuff. I hope we're going to stay spread out and hopefully everyone will be in masks. Good luck. Do you have a mask? Mm-hmm. Are you wearing it? Yeah. What I mask? want to, do you have a black one? I don't. My dad has a Spartan one that's black. It's not. But it has Spartan <laughs> on the front. But it's black. A blue mask is fine. I have a blue regular mask. I have a black one, but it has color on it. Just because one of my coworkers that's going. Yeah. She's wearing her black mask. And I was like, dang it. I want a black one. <laughs> that is a good call. <laughs> yeah. Showing the sport. Um, where was I going with this, though? What were we leading up to? We were just ta- we were talking about Pride. And if we Oh, thought- yeah. Pride. That's it. So, yeah. Pride Month started this yesterday. Yeah, but you, and you think you want an update? So yeah. I checked with them. It's still on for September, but it's probably like an eighty twenty chance that it'll they, actually happen. Yeah, so, eighty going which way? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that. I assume the eighty was eighty, meaning it will happen. Twenty, meaning it won't. Okay. But when I got the answer, I didn't ask for clarification and should have, and it didn't occur to me <laughs> until you asked that question. <laughs> but if it doesn't happen, they have a backup plan for a virtual pride. Okay. Which... Do you know what they're doing? And I mean, this all might change because of everything that is going on right now with all the protests and riots and stuff. Are other cities, what are they doing for pride? Do you I know? I don't know. I should mm-hmm. find that out too. Also, it is very strange that it does not feel like the start of Pride Month because no. normally you're slammed on social media with all the Pride stuff, which is great and I love, but right now we're just slammed with Black Lives Matter stuff, which is appropriate. I mean, yeah. that's what's happening right now and that definitely trumps anything else For that's going sure. on, but it's definitely strange. Yeah. Strange June. It's been interesting for me because I'm the one that posts... For us, I'm our face on social media, basically. And it's weird. Like, I haven't posted much about this, very little. I've shared some things and whatever, but I just, and I've been like evaluating myself and how I feel about why I'm not posting. Does that make sense? Like, there's just been a lot of introspection going on about how I show up in this situation, how we show up in this situation. Right. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm not supportive and we're not supportive or that we're not thinking about this and dealing with it. And hopefully, I mean, for me, I feel like the best thing I can do is address in my home that, hey, we need to make sure we're aware of people around us and that their lives are different than ours and what some of their issues and struggles are 
that are different than ours. And I feel like, I hope that we've been doing a good job with that, but there's definitely a time to think more about that and to do something. I posted today for the first time. First thing I posted was that about the vigil. Did you post it or just put it in your stories? What was the difference? There's a difference. A post is there forever. But like, like, no, I'm just just saying because like time and place of the thing tonight. I know, which is great. I think that's awesome that you're sharing that. I don't hardly post anything anymore. I just do stories. For me, though, like writing a post, like that's what I'm saying. I haven't written out. Or like even spoken up on stories and yeah, a post is more like a stamp in history. Like boom, this is this is what happened this day. And this it's gonna day. stay here. All right. Well, I will post tonight about the. Video well, you don't have to that. post. I'm just saying. Like no, I feel like I do. No, and see, that's how I feel. Is <laughs> I'm Steve like, feels like he wants to post. Let him post. You can do what, what you want. Arguing with him. But that's what I think is so hard. Is I feel like there's all this pressure to like there post is pressure about right it. Now. I felt that today. And, and yesterday I'm too. like, I don't, I don't know what to post, and and it's. And I know I can post that, but I feel like there are so many other great voices out there that I don't want to detract from what they're posting, if right. that makes sense. Like, I By sh- throwing something out there that yeah. may or may not really be helpful. Yes. Yeah. And sense. so I think that's kind of in my stance on it is just there are all of these wonderful voices out there. I hope. Let those be the yeah, things Let that those shine. be the ones that people are listening to. And I, I have like paid attention with the whole black square thing today which i know everybody's all over the board about but like which hashtags you are and aren't supposed to use when you do that because you don't want to block out the people that are posting you want those to show up on the hashtags and anyways like there's been a lot of stuff about that so i have paid so that attention. it doesn't become totally diluted right so the message, yes yeah. so you don't like you're not supposed to tag it with hashtag black lives matter or hashtag blm because it washes out it washes out the posts, posts yeah. that we should see the posts that we're supposed to be seeing yeah so so i have tried to be very aware of what i am doing and how i am showing up but it's just been an interesting thing to navigate because so you on, do want to show support on sunday when penny and i were downtown we were gonna go by the Capitol anyway it was a beautiful day but we saw a bunch of people carrying signs heading that way and i thought oh this is they're doing a protest today so or a rally, I don't know what they were officially calling it, but so we went by there and that led to some really cool discussion between Penny and I about it's great to me that her little mind just doesn't even conceive why anyone would be treated differently. Yeah. For any reason. And But she also needs to understand that people are treated right. differently. Like, and that it is a reality. Yeah. And that while it's inconceivable, it is it's the reality. The truth. And we've had conversations with her even about how she pr- might be treated different at some point because she has a gay dad and there are people that are going to be mean about that. Right. It's just, I mean, it's not the same. No. <laughs> but it's just the reality is that people are treated different just because of treat, circumstances. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, she has a very diverse school for being in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> and I'm grateful for that, that she gets to see a lot of So when you say she's in a diverse school, like, what do you mean by that? I mean, half of her class is Latinos. Yeah. Latinas. And there's also some black kids in there. And there's like a bunch of refugee kids at her school. There's a, and stuff. And mm-hmm. I would say at least 50% of the school is not white. Wouldn't you agree? I don't know. I know it's a pretty high percentage. I don't know what percentage, but. I would guess that, it, yeah, at least 50% isn't white, which for, like I said, for Boise, Idaho, that's a big deal. <laughs> it's a lot of different, you know, a lot of diversity. Yeah. 
which is partially which I why, like. yeah, that's yeah. partially why we wanted her in that school. So, anyways, just some thoughts. Yeah. The way we've been feeling, and I know other people have probably been feeling similar things. Yeah, I'm just trying to wrap my head around everything and just gain some clarity. And, yeah. And, you know, we had a we had a friend who stayed with us a few years ago, and he's black, and they lived in our house for a few months. A few months, and and he posted something. Um, he said, for anybody looking for more clarity, watch this documentary. Yeah. And and that was me. And so, like, I jumped all over that. And yeah. I still need to finish it, but I watched about half of it. And it, you it, should tell me what it is. It, yeah. Well, you should just tell everyone. Yeah, what so, is it? So the documentary is I LA. it's not a secret. You don't have to tell yeah. me after. No, it's not, it's not a secret. <laughs> it's LA 92. It's on Netflix. On Netflix. And and for some reason, it doesn't show up. And when you go to the documentary section, like if you search, like scroll over in the documentary section, it won't be there. But you, you have actually have it. to search for LA 92. And then basically, it just gives some background and some history of what was really going on in the LA area during Rodney King. And uh, I forget the girl's name. I think it was Natasha something. Anyways. Super interesting. And it... It did. It brought me a lot of perspective of, holy crap, like, this is not right. No. And the way that that we are treating, the way the system is set up, and there is, there's still racism out there, and it's just sad. And the thing is, there always will be, but ideally, we can start dealing with it in a better way. Like, there's always, you can't control how everybody thinks, but... If we can help our government, at least, and the police system and try to weed out some of that more to make Absolutely. it more fair so that people, just because they have a different colored skin, aren't scared to walk down the street and- Drive their cars. I mean, I read about somebody who she's married to a black man. She's white. And when they were dating, he took her son home to her apartment and she was just like 10 minutes behind him and her son was crying and upset by the time they got home just because he's a little kid he's tired they'd had a fun day but you know how kids break down at night and she's like well just carry him in the house and he's like no he's like i will wait for you to get here he's like i'm not carrying a little white kid into the house that's crying and upset because of what the neighbors might think, and especially the neighbors who know her and, and this I'm, little boy. And I'm sure that just absolutely just blew her mind. And that's what she said. She's like, it's the first time I really had to think about it. And when people talk about know your privilege, yeah. I think that's the exact thing. Yes. Is something that has never crossed someone's mind because of their privilege. Yeah. The, uh, what did I read? I wish I would have like made a note of it or something because I liked how it was put that basically... Knowing your privilege is not a, not saying that your life is not hard. No. That you haven't had hard things. It's about recognizing the things that have not added to your hardship. Things yes. that, yeah. that someone without your particular privilege, whatever that privilege might be, mm -hmm. something that is added to their... I'm not saying this right, but you You're know saying, what I'm saying, you, right? You've got it. Yeah. yeah. You've got it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes and, sense. And it's made me think for the last couple of days of like, what are my privileges? Yeah. You know, what are the things that I that I have never had to struggle with because of the many privileges that I have? Yeah. And it's going to be different for everybody. You know, oh, what for those sure. privileges are or aren't, but, but it's worth noting. And this has definitely made me reflect on that. And the thing is, I feel like if you are out there reflecting, if you are pondering, if you're trying to seek clarity for yourself then you're doing good. Like that's, that means you're going in the right direction and that how you show up in your own life, that's okay. 
Like, I feel like there's just all of this pressure right now and <laughs> just show there, up how it feels right to you. What would be the dangerous mentality right now in, in your guys' eyes of having a dangerous mentality? Like when I think a about- A mindset right yeah. now? Oh. <laughs> like when I think about yeah. that, I think of, oh, this is their problem, not mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that is so dangerous. And like, well, they need, to, yeah, they need to stop looking a certain way. Or maybe if they just didn't do this, then this wouldn't happen to them. Like those right. type of mindsets, putting the blame on these people when. We got to change that. Yeah. Those are the mindsets that need to be changed and fixed. And that's yeah. who. And we can all gain a little bit more perspective. of For sure. Yeah. And even just sharing that story of, you know, the uh, black boyfriend carrying yeah. a crying, you know, kid into a house. Like, yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, it is crazy. Yep. And I think it's been more crazy. Like, I think the rioting has probably been worse just because everybody's come straight out of, like, we've been in quarantine and all of this stuff. And so we have very heightened emotions, I think, mm-hmm. right now. And so it's just fueled that. Which isn't wrong or bad. I'm just saying I think that's also charged a lot of this into maybe things that people view as negative reactions to it instead of, you know. But they have, yeah. I actually really like the memes that show, I don't know if you call them a meme when it's serious. Is it still a meme when it's something serious? A quote or what? No, like when they have the pictures of how we've tried to, how people have tried to bring attention to this. Like the kneeling it during mm. the national anthem and things like that like they have tried to address this peaceably but it peacefully peacefully peaceably i like peaceably (laughs) (laughs) that's not a word let's make it one (laughs) carry on though is peaceably a word i've never heard it. i'll look it up later steve's gonna look it up for us carry on though but they've tried to do things in a peaceful manner and it hasn't i mean it hasn't done anything so i do understand i mean i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying it's wrong it's just led to what it is. And Peaceably, that's, I thought it was a word. Adjective, inclined or disposed to avoid strife or dissension. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> She's very worried. That's because I have to. Hafting to. It's only when I say hafting. <laughs> have to is a word. Yeah. Two words, but. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I think it's been almost four years since the kneeling. Has it been that long? Yeah. According to something I saw today. Wow. Maybe true, maybe not. But yeah, that's, but it was some someone's opinion of saying, four years ago, I scoffed at this or I criticized this action. And I didn't. now I have to wonder if... Basically, it was someone apologizing, saying, I'm sorry for not taking that seriously. seriously. That was a peaceable I way just... to do this. And, and, and honestly, it, while I don't support the violence and the rioting and the looting, I understand where it's coming from. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. If you're not you're being angry. heard... Raise hell, you know? Like, yeah. what else are you going to do? If At for, some point, you have got to make your voice heard. Not that that's right, but yeah, I, we know. I, I absolutely understand where... And it's interesting because at the time when they were doing the kneeling and stuff, I totally was like, why do we have a problem with this? No kidding. Why are we making such a big deal? Like, let's look at why and understand these people for doing this. And good for someone who has a platform... Who yes. is in a position to be seen by millions yes. to make a statement, to use it for something. Yes. In a just, peaceful manner. Yeah. yeah. I always was just kind of like, why is this such a I mean, it is a big deal. They're sending a sign and a message, but why are we berating them for it so fiercely? I don't know. I always struggled with that. <laughs> 
but this is why. Because now, yeah, now's the time to speak up. All right. <laughs> I said, all right, guys. That means we're changing time to topics. Get to the- <laughs> I can never say all right now and not think <laughs> be weird about it. I've always known I do it. I know I mean, you guys all know is, why. I mean, I do something are starting is stop or but- stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Which we all have these social cues. It's a social cue. It's it is fine. a social cue. Don't Thanks. be. Don't have a complex about it. Like Thanks, Matt. You feeling like you're developing a complex about it? Like it's okay. It's okay. a social norm. Thanks. So speaking of complexes, we should start with the top thing on that list. Complexes. Yeah. Jess counselor. We made a timeline <laughs> finally. Ish. Yeah, I think it's awesome too. My sister said she's going to help us with our timeline. Oh, she should yeah. help oh, Matt, us. Oh, really? Amanda's yeah. going to help? Oh. Yeah. Just Thanks, Amanda. She was so just be prepared one. to see the PowerPoint and the Excel <laughs> spreadsheet. Her timeline's going to look a lot better than my timeline, probably. Come on, it's color-coded. <laughs> color-coded? Well, maybe, maybe we can put the timeline that she does up on this screen. <laughs> There's a TV, right? In front of Steve. What is that TV there for? When I redid The Office for Matt for one of his birthdays, that he wanted gonna... a TV in here. So oh, I just watch... got a little TV. Is it to TV. watch TV or is yeah. it to like, oh. He used to watch shows while he was working and stuff. I thought it was like in our sales office where we like no. plug in to like That's everyone can would... see the Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. That's where I should probably actually display my dashboard. He just gets, he just watches shows, although it's not even in use anymore. I haven't not used it for in. a year and a half or so. Yeah. Sometimes we put the kids in here. For like <laughs> when they're having sleepovers with cousins, mm. we have them sleep on the floor and they can watch a movie on this TV, this tiny TV. They <laughs> That's think it's probably what? 26 inches? Yeah. 24? Yeah, it's tiny. Is it even a TV? Yeah, it's a TV. Looks like, yeah. My, my... How old is it? They don't even make TVs that small anymore, <laughs> I swear. He just There's... wanted a little TV for the office. My monitors. Yeah, your monitors my... are twice as big as the TV. <laughs> my monitor's the biggest monitor them, in so here. So your monitors are four times as big. <laughs> All right. Matt's monitors are like a drive-in movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> Computer monitors. <laughs> you can watch two movies at once, even. Yeah. Okay, back to counselor. Just counselor. <laughs> back to the pain. And I don't know that I've ever had this conversation with Matt. We say this a lot lately. Yeah, but it you is do. Really you, true. Do you guys talk about anything? We don't talk about outside of the, the podcast. Be, not at the beginning of our marriage. <laughs> yeah. We talked, but not yeah. like we. Not in depth. Yeah. There were things that I knew didn't need to be shared at that time. Again, it's, you know, the, the laundry. Um, <laughs> what? The quote? Yeah. The wet laundry. Don't throw the wet laundry into, into the, the dirt. dirt. Or it'll just get dirtier. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. Sometimes you need to... Heal. It's not that... Yeah. You need to heal before you start sharing right. all the details. And sometimes you never share all the details. But I really felt strongly that I needed to go to a counselor. I really wanted Matt and I to go to a counselor, but you were not on board with that. And that's fine. So I started looking into counselors. And this is why whenever I talk about looking for a counselor, find one you connect with. Don't just settle on the first one unless you love them. So um, is, this, is this still the counselor that you're going to? No. Okay. So this is different. This is a different counselor. I went to a counselor at LDS Family Services. The, that's the first counselor I went to because we could get financial support there. And I was like, all right, I'll go check out a counselor there. And I already... Were you referred by the Bishop Sturgill? I talked to him about it and I told him I'd try one out there because he and I were discussing. And honestly, the counselor I ended up going to was somebody he recommended okay. who I loved. Why did you love him? 
the second counselor, he actually listened to understand and didn't just make any snap judgments about my situation. Yeah. Super great guy and very, very in tune to what I was saying and dealing with and just really understood me, which makes a difference. Why did you love your counselor? Didn't you have one you loved? You've had a few that you've liked. But wouldn't you say that's what the, makes the love? best counselors? Why can't I think of like... I can only think of one, the Colorado guy, but I can't... I brought up his name earlier. Colorado guy. Have you been, I liked him. You've been to a counselor. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that. There was a guy in Pocatello. There was one or two others that I can't hardly even remember. I probably blocked him out. They were not particularly fun. Yeah. Sessions. But I like the guy in Colorado. I mean... I liked him. So let me bring that up. Like the count when I went to a counseling session yeah. with my at the time wife, like it did not go well. Yeah. Like I it remember went that. Extremely wrong. It wasn't and you know, that wasn't it, I wasn't really open to that because I had a bad experience, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I started going to the counselors. <laughs> I mean, I, let me let me clarify that. I had a really good experience because I my counselor that I went to he really listened. He felt like, I felt like he was listening and he was. He saw the situation for what it was. He saw the situation and he was very bold in calling Anne out. Yeah. In the situation. And she didn't like that. And that's when she got up and just walked away. Yeah. And yeah. So. So I went to this first counselor and I start telling him. Listen, this is my situation. I was married to a gay man. I've been and we're divorced and we had a great marriage and I am now remarried to an awesome man, but we are a mess. And I'm telling him how, you know, we're eight weeks in and he won't, he's not affectionate. He won't talk to me. Won't engage. He won't engage. I can't, like, I don't know what to do. I've got these stepkids that I'm trying to show up for in the best I can. I have my daughter. I just need to figure out what to do. And he poo-pooed me and basically thought that (laughs) he's like, well, you're after you're like three months into a relationship, things calm down. It's not as, you know, intense and there's just not as much connection, you know, like there's not that flame that was right at the beginning and it's basically saying you need to adjust your expectations of having a good relationship and a fulfilling relationship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Basically what? saying, like, I felt like he was assuming I was some wife that was just there to high complain. High maintenance and yes, needy. Yes, high and maintenance and needy. And like, had all these unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And I I kept saying, I don't, I don't think you're understanding. I just need him to talk to me. Like, he won't talk to me. And he's like, well, no, 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 no. Like, that is literally how the whole thing went. I left there livid. I, like, got in my car and just started bawling. In fact, I made it. I got my car and drove out of the parking lot. And I ended up just having to drive across the street to the other parking lot and cry. Because I was crying too much. (laughs) I was so upset. And I was so grateful that I recognized enough. That he was full of crap. Yeah, good for you. Instead of Instead taking of it all to heart and, saying as, that and, and thinking that oh, you're all the problem. Me. This is all me. I'm totally imagining this. I'm, I'm never going to have a fulfilling relationship. I shouldn't expect Matt to care about me, basically. <laughs> like, 
I shouldn't expect him to be affectionate ever, to tell me he loves me, to do any of these things. I was so mad at that guy. But like I said, I looking back on that, I could have left there. Thinking. Devastated and... Thinking I'm completely the issue. I'm totally at fault here. This isn't that hard. I'm just making it into something that it, you know. And so I just was so mad at him. And I think I went and talked to the bishop after that and was like, dude, <laughs> this wasn't okay. And I need... What did the bishop have to say? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't remember talking to him, but I know I had to have. Had to have. I said that right. <laughs> now I'm going to question everything I say. Don't worry. You already said hafting to. Because of, <laughs> because of both of you. <laughs> There's another word I say wrong. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I know it doesn't. I started correcting these words once and Steve got matter. really sad. <laughs> because he missed them. <laughs> Anyways, I went and talked to him and he he said, you know, I, I have this counselor that I've been to. Maybe you should go try him out and see what you think. It is more expensive. He doesn't take any insurance, which we, I guess we did have insurance at that point. But I was like, okay, great. And I loved that man. And he just gave me so many great nuggets of, of advice. And I didn't see him that often. I only saw him, I've seen him probably like five times since we've been married, but I always just show up when things are bad and he remembers exactly who I am. And he's like, all right, what's going on with this, with this, with this, and goes through all of the people and like- That's impressive. It is impressive. Should we all go see him together? Dude. <laughs> Should we have him on our podcast? I mean, like, he's oh, I know so who good. you are. <laughs> but he was just, and totally- said, listen. Maybe we should have him on the podcast. Let's ask him. It'd be interesting to interview a good counselor. It would be. Just about what it takes to be a good counselor, what his experience is like. And yeah. what, I don't know. Because it really is important that you find somebody. I mean, not that they need to justify your actions because you don't want that either. Right. You want to be introspective. And that's not what that's you were the looking whole for. Point. Yeah, yeah. No, I wanted them to tell me, okay. You were just smart enough to be able to see. This was not okay. Yeah. The way he was talking to me, the way he was making me feel was not okay. The first counselor. The first counselor. He was not listening to me. The second counselor, he was listening, questioning appropriately, how do you need to show up in this? What's, you know? And one of the things that has always stuck with me that he told me, and this was a few sessions in, but I remember him telling me, this is a movie that started a long time ago. And you are not the main person in this movie. <laughs> You're main person in your movie, but you have just entered into the middle of this. You did not in create, Matt's movie. yeah, in Matt's movie, you did not create this storyline. You did not. You're not the one that's influencing his kids to the point that you're ruining them. This is not you. You are just this. You know, I'm trying to picture back up a trailer for Matt's movie now. Up to this point, <laughs> could you make one this week, please? <laughs> I have an app. You can do that. You can make a trailer. <laughs> but I just remember thinking that's what I needed to hear to make this through, to just realize and like let go of some of the things I was taking on that I didn't need to and understand it was okay. And that's, that's really good advice. For anybody. For anybody to recognize that whoever is in your life and you have a relationship with them, like their life is their movie. Like- yeah, I learned a word this week. I learned two words this week. The supporting actor. That's the word I was trying to come up with. I'm a supporting actor. I'm not the main actor in the movie. 
I have it, a yeah. friend who has uh, this word tattooed on his arm. Be bold. No. <laughs> what is the word? I really want to get a be bold tattoo, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Oh, sonder. Sonder. The word means the realization that everyone has a story. This is our word for the week. Also peaceable. We have two words. Peaceable. So that everybody anyway, has a story. I was story. fascinated in hearing his reason for getting that word tattooed on himself because he said that he just needed needs a reminder that everyone is the star of their own movie, the star of their own life, mm -hmm. that everyone feels just as passionate and involved and affected by the things in their life as he feels about all the things in his life. And and for some reason, and just that was a very meaningful lesson to him to realize that. And We kind of I talked like about that last week in our anniversary so, episode. So let me ask you this question then. Like, are there certain situations where, like, because I think that there are situations where where an individual can feel as though they are not the star of their own movie. Oh, for sure. I think so often we take away our importance in our movie, our in our story, lives. In our own life. Yeah, that we don't feel that we're important enough or that we're significant enough to be I guess where I'm going with role. that is the first counselor that you went to mm -hmm. was basically saying... You're a supporting actress. You're a supporting actress. Well, or what was like this, in your own what, show. In your own show, you aren't the main character. Yeah, you're not as important as you think you are. Exactly. To so, your husband. Which is bullcrap. You shouldn't, you don't need to be that important. <laughs> That's basically how he made me feel. So if you go to a counselor that you leave feeling like that, like you are not of worth or you are failing or completely at fault for everything, that is not a good counselor. I feel like every time you leave a counseling session, like sure you might be, way down because it could be intense what you're talking about but there should be like some lift some ease or some feeling like okay i can i can move forward i can take these steps forward not just you want to drive across the parking lot and ball because you're so mad at him <laughs> that can be therapeutic though too that can too falling in a parking lot has its place <laughs> i've done it a few times yeah so have i so have, you have? I, we have so much in common, you guys. What have you cried in a parking lot? And which parking oh, lot? Oh, I remember a moment you cried in a parking lot. Yeah. That was not my favorite moment. That comes up in a few years. A few episodes. A few episodes, yeah. All right. So that's what that's else? what I had about my counseling experience. That's good. Some good insight. Yeah. And like we alluded to, maybe we had a little bit of conversation about it, but not much. Yeah. I mean, you knew I was going. Yeah. And you were semi-supportive of that. Yeah, it was basically that. Yeah. He just gave his hands like a, me, do what you want to do. What was that sound again? Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did like you want to hear any other sounds? I want to hear all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what sounds I make. We don't have time for that. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Husband-in-Law. All right, now we have a challenge for you. We challenge you to go give someone a huge hug or send a simple gratitude note who needs to receive it specifically from you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, please be sure to do so now. 
Also, don't forget to give us a review. We read every single one of them. Until next time, keep striving to make your relationship the best it can possibly be.